Okay, everybody, uh, welcome to a, a special edition of the From the Earth to the Moon podcast. Uh, I'm Doug. My co-host, as always, is Peter. Welcome, Peter. Welcome, Doug. Welcome back, I should Seriously. say. Seriously, yeah. Um, it's been so long since we've uh, podcasted. There's been two more moon landings since we were last. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hardly. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Angle finally got a shot. <laughs> Um, so we, we wanted to do sort of like a special, uh, just a quickie podcast, just to sort of, uh, sort of announce and celebrate that, uh, Peter and I have published a book based on this podcast. Um, and, uh, we think it's important for a couple of reasons. Number one, most podcasts that could potentially become a book don't. And we actually put in the time and the work and the hours to, to put a book out for you guys and two to sort of tell you about the book because it's different. Like it's, it's, it's really not like all the other Apollo books out there and believe you me, we have read them all. So our goal in the book project was not to just do a straight Apollo history as everybody else did and sort of take our unique view of the Apollo program through the lens of the, from the earth to the moon miniseries and create something novel and different. Right. And there's also a great interview that Doug did with, uh, with Andrew Chaikin, who, as everybody knows, uh, wrote The Man on the Moon, which served as the basis for the miniseries from the Earth to the Moon. And um, we'll talk about that yeah. for a few minutes as well. So, um, you know, and the other thing, too, I, I will point out is, you know, some, some podcasts have become books. We're not the first person to do that. But usually it's just a straight transcript. You know, they essentially, you know, download the podcast, run it through a software algorithm and reprint essentially a cleaned up version of the, the transcript. And, and we didn't do that, even though we could have, and it would have been fine. Uh, we really, we rewrote every single episode uh, from stem to stern and uh, completely reformatted it, restructured it as prose. Um, and we added a lot more material, you know, like we were working hard to keep the episodes at a good length so that people wouldn't get uh, overloaded during the podcast, but in the format of the book, we were a little free to explore more topics, uh, go into the, more detail on some things, and and go in some directions that we didn't have time for uh, in the show. So we don't want you to think that it's just a rehash of the podcast. There's also a lot of new material, and there's a lot of humor too. Like I, I'm actually really like the fact that you know our sort of brand of humor. Uh, that uh, we've gotten some comments that you guys like, so that's good. Our brand of humor kind of shines through. So, like it's, uh, we like I said, we really tried hard to give you both a history of the miniseries, a history of the show, but also sort of keep it in our sort of special vein. Right. I mean, I personally, I hate reading transcripts, um, <laughs> especially really long ones. Um, and even if we we'd edit it down, I just think it's far less readable that way. Whereas the way we did it, it's it's prose. It's a basically a, a discussion about the Apollo series, about the Apollo program. And uh, the only transcript bits are tiny sections where we sort of do an aside uh, about something or we, we, uh, we left it in because of context or uh, in our discussion where there are tiny bits. And it's also, uh, they're illustrated with photos from... Uh, Oh, right, right. Yeah, so, no, so, so the photos are an interesting story, too. So we, you know, everybody who's interested in Apollo and the manned spacecraft program knows that 
um, you know, lots of photos get used over and over and over again. You can almost sort of tell, like, if a newspaper article is going to be written about a, you know, a particular mission, you know which photo or photos they're going to use. And with the exception of one or two iconic photos that we just didn't feel like we could leave out, for example, Earthrise. the Earthrise photo yeah. or the iconic image of Buzz Aldrin on the moon uh, where Neil is reflected in his visor. Um, the rest of the photos, we actually purposely chose images that you probably, for the most part, haven't seen. Um, I've uh, literally looked at tens of thousands of Apollo photographs in my adult life. Um, and I sort of, as I was picking the photos with Peter, we just wanted to get stuff that was different or maybe showed things that you had seen from a different angle or a different perspective. Um, just we didn't want it to be the same 10 photos that you'd seen in every other Apollo book. So I like although the, I did um, notice that there's another Apollo book with the same photo as ours on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> Can't win them all. It's not it's not actually the exact same photo. It's got to be taken within a few seconds of the yeah, photo that's on our cover. It's it's not exactly the same. But it's, when I first saw it uh, after our book went up on on Amazon, I, I I briefly went into atrial fibrillation uh, until I realized it wasn't exactly the same. But that having been said, uh, most of the photos I can guarantee you, to, I can guarantee that you probably haven't seen before. So, not too many people have a photo of Rusty Schweiker doing an EBA. <laughs> not even Rusty Schweiker. <laughs> Uh, it, it brings back too many bad memories of him getting space sick <laughs> <laughs> for him. So let me just tell you the story of the Andy Chaikin interview. Um, so I had um, uh, corresponded with uh, Andy a couple of years ago when he had published his book about Mars. And I had really enjoyed that and reached out to him. And we had had a, an email exchange uh, based on that. And then I reached out to Andy a few months ago. And basically told him about this project, uh, what it was, and that we were interested in interviewing him uh, really about sort of how the miniseries came to be and what his role in it was. And, you know, you could tell that he was eager to talk about this. I get the sense that, you know, he, you know, he makes his living writing and speaking about the space program. But I don't know if he's been asked to talk about From the Earth to the Moon in a long time. I mean, it's 20 years old now. Um, and he initially said he had about 10 or 15 minutes, but he actually turned out to be extremely generous with his time. And I was able to interview him for over an hour. Um, and he, in the interview, I don't want to give too much away, no spoilers, but in the interview, he really tells a tremendous amount of detail about how the miniseries came to be his interactions with Tom Hanks, how this went from really an idea that Tom Hanks had to a very, very fleshed out roadmap for a 12-episode miniseries to tell the entire story of Apollo, his role, his involvement, his visits to the sets, how he got to do a cameo. I mean, Peter and I know everything about this miniseries, and he had a lot of stories to tell that I had never heard. So it was really, really, truly novel and original information. And he was a lot of fun to talk to, and we really, we really appreciate that he took the time to do it with us. Yeah, I love so. the way he describes kind of like getting to the Tom Hanks kind of slipped them the scripts to read under the table because he <laughs> wasn't officially um, actually involved in editing the show's scripts in any way. Um, because it crossed from, he was a consultant, right? He was not a, a SAG or a screenwriters guild member. Um, 
And so it wasn't in his capacity really to do that, but he, you know, uh, was able to kind of look at stuff on under the table, so to speak. Yeah. And then he wasn't a member of the screenwriters guild. So there were certain things he could do and there were certain things that he couldn't do, but he was, he was allowed to make meaningful input. And he actually was able to get certain things into some of the episodes that they didn't want to do. And for example, one of the things he goes into uh, at length in the, in the interview is that they didn't want to do as much emphasis on geology. And as you guys know, from the podcast that the geology uh, there's a whole episode about geology, but it plays out in a bunch of other episodes as well. And they were not interested in that content. And he had to put his foot down and say, here's why you have to have meaningful content about geology, because it was a huge part of their training and a huge part of the missions and what they were there to do. So uh, the interview uh, appears... Plus it's super cool and chicks dig it. <laughs> Uh, Lee Silver was a real heartthrob. Yeah, um, you guys actually talk about chicks not digging it in the interview. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, the interview is actually in the beginning of the book. So we we put the interview right at the beginning up front before we uh, go into the uh, the episodes. There's also additional material in the book, by the way, about um, the opening credit sequence and how that's put together, as well as the Tom Hanks monologues, which we didn't really cover in the podcast. So everything is all in the book. And it's, it's a, here's our shameless plug. It's only $6.99. So we, we priced it to sell. So it's not, uh, it's not an exorbitant price. Um, so we, we sort of very carefully thought about the price. And actually, Amazon told me I could charge. They have this little algorithm in Amazon when you publish a book. And they actually told me I could sell it for more. They actually told me I thought I could sell it for significantly more, but we wanted to price it so that it was really within reach of anybody. So it's only $6.99. And it's on Amazon and it's on all of the ebook uh, formats, uh, Nook, uh, iBooks, everything. It's on, I think we've uploaded it to every single ebook platform. So whatever you have, whatever your, uh, your ebook reader is, uh, it's there. Yeah, and Amazon knows everything, like their algorithms know everything, so they should know what you should price something at. Like, you know, they started sending me saw palmetto for my prostate. Just It just showed up one day, <laughs> like right in the mailbox. And I was like, that's interesting because I've, you know, I have actually started to have to get up at night. And there it was. They know everything. That's good. Uh, that was a really good joke. Um, the worst part is you're not joking. <laughs> yeah, I know. I had to, to click on buy Amazon, it now. I'm trying to think what Amazon would, would send me. if <laughs> uh, Maybe I shouldn't say. Anyway. <laughs> um, anyway, so the book has a, a slightly different title than the podcast. The book is called uh, From the Earth to the Moon, the Miniseries Companion. So it's just a little bit different, but you can find it uh, very, very easily. You can search. Uh, basically under any of the sort of moon terms and you'll you'll come up with it but the official title is from the earth to the moon the miniseries companion um and uh you know uh, we'll be looking forward to covering apollos um 18 and 19 as soon as we <laughs> get around to it uh joe angle has uh, graciously agreed to give us an interview about uh, uh waiting 50 years to get his apollo flight and uh we're really we want to hear that story yep <sighs> All right. I think that should cover it. Does that sound good? Yeah. And um, thanks again for listening and um, enjoy the uh, book.
Yeah, we were really, really pleased with the listenership. Um, Peter and I have done a bunch of podcasts and they've all been successful, but this has by far and away been the most successful thing we've done, probably because we had the most passion about it and uh, sort of, I guess, the longest ramp up in the sense that we've been thinking about these topics since we were little kids. So uh, everything, we didn't leave it. We, everything's on the page. Let's put it that way. All right. Should we wrap there? Yep. All See right, you next thanks, time. Thanks, everybody.